sis and tell, sis and tell, a whole lot of talk about a whole lot of nothing, Amanda does stand up, Allison's on TV, and when they hop on the phone, it's the place you wanna be, sis and tell, a whole lot of talk about a whole lot of nothing. Hey, Allie. Hi, man. How are you? I'm good. We're doing something a little different today with our podcast record. What's that? We we are recording in front of a live studio audience <laughs> of two of two people. Your kids, I take it. No, the kid. Well, Oscar's Oscar's homesick. He's upstairs, and I put sick in quotes because I don't think he's really sick, but. My oldest Murray was sick, so I think he was like, "I'm gonna be sick too." But then, you, uh, if people listen last week, we have our friends staying with us. So Rachel, who is the mom, she's working from home today, and then Sophie is their oldest daughter. She's homesick, and she's a, a few feet away from me, and evidently our biggest fan. So, oh, well, that's exciting. Shout out to Sophie. Feel better. Yeah, feel better, Soph. So, so I also have a uh, studio audience. Levi is upstairs with the flu, and Abe is downstairs without the flu, but he is home from school early. They have a special week at their school where they get to do electives, so they got out early today. But I have a, a good PSA, speaking of the flu, for people, because I just found out about this, and I feel like all of the hassle it took for me to actually get this is worth sharing with others. So... All of my family had the flu shot. Does your family get the flu shot? Oh, yeah. Okay. So we are big flu shot fans. With that said, I have to tell you, I did not get the flu shot this year. It's not because I didn't intend to. It's because I just didn't. But everybody else did. And Well, can't you go get it? You can go get it. They didn't run out of flu shots. Go get your flu shot. Are you crazy? They didn't, except for Alan had the flu for a week last week. And then I asked the pharmacist, you know, to be fair, I didn't get the flu shot. What should I do? She said, if you've endured it right now, don't get the flu shot yet. Just wait. I said, okay. And now Levi has the flu. So that does not help. But when Levi went to the pediatrician this morning, she, I said, so can you start him on Tamiflu? To be fair, Levi tested negative for the flu, but the doctor said, look, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck and coughs like a duck and has fever like a duck, it pretty much is a duck with the flu. It's a duck. Yeah, a duck yeah. with the flu. The duck virus. Anyway, so she's treating it like the flu. And, and I said, okay, are you going to start him on Tamiflu? She said, no, there's a new prescription drug out there. I'm going to show you called, because I keep calling it uh, Flutopia. That's not it. It's called Zofluza. Do you see that? Zofluza. It sounds like Lollapalooza. It's like a festival of germs. Okay, there. Yeah, but it's spelled with an X. So it's Zofluza. Z O no X O then Fluza, just how Fluza sounds with a U, not two not two O's. So anyway, so it's Zofluza, and she starts to I, I say think you're mispronouncing it. I think the X the X O is not pronounced Zo. It's like hugs and kisses. Oh, right. Fluza. That's it should what it be is. don't hug and kiss Fluza. Don't so, hug and kiss Fluza. No, there should be a big X through that. So the Zofluza, that is the correct pronunciation. It's supposed to be like this. I'm going to call it a super drug, for lack of a better term, because it's supposed to be better than Tamiflu. It's one dose, and it's supposed to, I won't say cure the flu, but dramatically expedite the recovery and and, um, wellness process. So she said, she went on to say, and my my doctor is very, I mean, she's not 
she's she's a she's a great diagnostician and also she's not one of those people who takes risks on anything but she highly recommended it even though she hasn't had a lot of patients do it she said the one patient she did have on it apparently got better in like eight hours or felt That's dramatically insane. better in eight wow. hours so I'm like I'm in so then she gave me this or Levi's in actually. Levi's in <laughs> so she gave me this coupon for Zofluza and as you can see on it it says pay as little as $30 for Zofluza, which is very deceiving because, first of all, um, the drug apparently costs $180, which I did not know at the time when I was searching for it. I went to CVS, which is where we normally go. They don't have it. And the nearest one was 30 minutes away. So then I let my fingers do the walking, throw back to the little Bell South commercials, and I called our Publix because they have a great pharmacy. They said, oh, we have it. Great. That's Yellow Pages. That's a Yellow Pages. Oh, the pages. Yellow Pages. Not, Sorry, yes. not Bell South. And I know because I was their spokesperson at one point. You're right. Internal, internal corporate video spokesperson, that being said. So the Yellow Pages commercial. Yes. Let me give credit where credit is due. So I let my fingers do the walking and called Publix. Yes, we have it. I went there. I handed in with my coupon. Give us 10 or 15 minutes. Great. I went shopping for lunch. I come back. They go, oh, we tried to page you. We don't have it. It's like flying off shelves wherever they do have it. Luckily, they found it at the Walgreens. And then, of course, I, by this time, couldn't find my coupon, found my coupon, got it. So the coupon only saved me $80, and I had to pay, ended up paying like $98 for this. I would have, I would pay 100 bucks for that. I would have paid 180 bucks for that. Well, if and that's the, the thing. Flu, like anybody who has a flu would gladly pay $200 just to get rid of the flu. That is if it works. And that is if it really is the flu. If it really right. is quacking like a duck, like he didn't even so, get the positive. So, so we're hoping. So that being said, um, I just want to say that I'm a little sick of hearing about this. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, but I think I, it's important for people to hear because but, I didn't know about it. But I want to hear about something more exciting, which is the fact that you got to go to the Super Bowl. Enough, enough sick talk. I want to hear about the Super Bowl. And you, you sound a little raspy. Is that from yelling at the Super Bowl? Are you cheering on? You're like, Adam Levine, take it off. Oh no, Adam Levine, put it back on. What's going on with that? (laughs) Okay. So Super Bowl was super fun. And I just want to state that for the record, because if you go on social media, you know, people are calling it the boringest, if that's a word, most boring Super Bowl ever, the worst halftime show ever. I don't know about that, but people, 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 give me a break. Like be a little bit forgiving. People are so judgy. Like it's the Super Bowl and these teams worked really hard to get there and it was fun. It, albeit a low scoring game for a really long time, but everything else was really fun. And I thought the halftime show was awesome from our seats which were way up there, but except for Adam Levine taking off his shirt, I will say that. I think as I'm videotaping and he took off his shirt, Alan is next to me going, oh my gosh, he took off his shirt. Oh my gosh. It's just hilarious. <laughs> so no, 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 nobody could believe it or understand it. We still don't understand it. And we don't understand why people can believe it because why would Adam Levine Maybe. take off his shirt? Maybe he got hot. I don't know. I'm just surprised you're so positive about this because you're a Coca-Cola fan and Pepsi was all over that place. It was sacrilegious. I was offended. Coca-Cola should have stepped up their game and sponsored it. It's embarrassing. How long have we known that we are hosting the Super Bowl in Atlanta? I can't believe Atlanta didn't try and outbid them. That is just, that was ridiculous. And Atlanta's very upset that Adam Levine 
was like the lead entertainment on there when we have like a thousand musicians in Atlanta that could have taken his place. But a lot of people did not also want to perform because of the uh, Colin Kaepernick. People, 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 meaning Amanda, you're so judgy. It's the Super Bowl. Can't we just have super fun? What happened to like watching it and like loving the commercials that they spend $5 million on and like rooting for the underdog, but cheering for the victor and going home arm in arm? Can't we get back to that time? Was that ever a time? I don't even know. <laughs> All right. People so let's like talk about this. Hate so, each other over football. Yeah, definitely bucket list. Um, we go to the Super Bowl. Alan has liked the Rams I, apparently since childhood, which I didn't know until probably five Are days they California? ago. California? Is that California? Now they're LA, but they were St. Louis. And so that's also a big deal for St. Louis Rams fans because they upped and left and went to LA, maybe somewhere in between. Who can keep up? How but can they know, do that? How can it? I don't understand football. You t- it's a team all about can just the money. move. It's all about the money. Oh, yeah. Was team it the owner the decides where they are? I have no idea. This is beyond my pay grade. Okay. All I know is that St. Louis fans do not like the Rams because they left St. Louis and went to LA. And apparently, LA fans are not very strong because I will tell you, the stadium was 95% Patriots fans. Literally 95%, maybe 5% Rams fans. But the Patriots fans were out in full force. I'm basically a Patriots fan. I won't say a full on. I think I like Tom Brady. I like Edelman. I, you know, Ooh, I like, you like Tom Brady. Didn't Tom Brady cheat? Isn't he a cheater? He cheated. No. Oh my he gosh. Deflated people, people, people. Can't we just let it go? I mean, no. <laughs> deflate gate. That was like years ago. Come on. Let's give him a break, okay? And he's like, and he's like ninety-five. Why is he still playing no, football? He's not. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's married to a supermodel. Come on, give him a break. Okay, let's back up. So we go there. I'm representing the Patriots cheering squad because Arthur cannot be there, and our oldest son Arthur is a humongous Patriots fan. So I felt an obligation, hence why I have no voice because I was cheering along with our nephews who are sitting next to us and my sister-in-law, Beth, who was like two rows behind us and she was going berserk too. They all live in Boston, so they have every right to cheer. But enough about the Super Bowl. Let's talk about tailgating at the Super Bowl because that's much more fun. We go to this very cool uh, tailgate party on Saturday and there were so many stars there. And by stars, I mean, really football players and athletes I did not recognize mostly, but apparently other people did. So by virtue of that, I thought that was pretty cool. Brett, like what I know, Brett Favre was there. Do you know who Brett okay. Favre is? I don't know. Is he a football player? He was a football player. He was, I think with in Minnesota. See, this he is was where in, I go off. Yeah. But he they, was in an advertisement. No. I, can, I can hear him being like, Hey, I'm Brett Favre or okay. whatever. He was also in, um, something about Mary. I think that that movie. Remember oh, that? Was he? She? He was like her boyfriend at yeah. one point. And there, and it's a really hard name to pronounce. I think that's what he was in. And it's Brett Favre. Like people call him Brett Favre. Anyway, so we did see him. I did know who he was. At one point, uh, there was a very tall African American athlete. We could tell he was an athlete. Very broad, and standing with his back to us, and we knew he was somebody famous. 
We knew he was an athlete, or we figured he was an athlete because of his build from behind. We knew he was famous because people kept coming up to him and wanting to take pictures, but he never turned around. So finally, I volunteered to go up there to figure out who he was, which was probably not the smartest thing because it's not like I recognize any of these athletes. Luckily, he was extremely identifiable. It was Evander Holyfield. Whoa, I know who that is. Yes, the boxer. So who, Mike Tyson, remember, he bit his ear off in that fight. Ooh. Does he have a scar? Did you, cause he, does he still have the ear? Did I, he Van Gogh that? I did, <laughs> I did not. To be fair, I didn't really notice the ear. That's what everybody else was asking me. But I was so excited it was him. And then I had to double check. And the guy next to me, I said, is that? And he goes, Evander Holyfield. I go, okay, good. So then I went up to him. I said, how you doing, champ? Can I get a selfie? So I have a great selfie. I'll send that to you. It was really fun. Wait, I think I've been too distracted and been staring at his ears. <laughs> well, I was just so excited with somebody famous. Is he but so that's, big? Is he's he so, so big. tall? Yeah, and he looks good. I thought he looked great. It was really fun. He was very sweet and very accommodating and very generous with his time and talked to all the fans and took selfies left and right, which was nice. So then, okay, so for... Me, who I do love sports, but I don't know all these sports people. This was the most exciting sighting. No, uh, point in, to note is that you count them sports people and not athletes. Correct. <laughs> I don't really know all those sports. I don't know all those sports people. I don't know all I don't those follow, players. I don't follow those games with the balls. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. And the, Unlike the my kids. costumes. Can, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what those are. They name people from, you know, look, I know Joe Namath. Um <laughs> It's so all the people who've been in commercials. That's who, if they've been in yeah. a movie or a commercial, you know them. Joe Namath was actually at the Super Bowl. They showed him, and I, of course, I yelled roll, "Roll Tide!" But Joe Namath, you know, he's he's long been retired. I, I know people. Troy Aikman. I mean, that's Joe Montana. These are all Wait, old. The old. I thought Troy Aikman player. was in um, America, American Idol. Isn't that Troy Aikman? No, no. who's that? Troy, <laughs> Clay, Troy Aikman. A- Clay Aikman. That's Clay Aikman. <laughs> That's Clay Aikman. Troy Aikman was the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. I do know that. Okay. Okay. So now we're sitting around, the six of us, me and our five friends, me, Alan, our five friends, our four friends. And we had gotten our, my friend Jennifer and Elizabeth had gotten these ribs. So there were all these food trucks, which was so much fun at this party. So Wait, she, so you paid to get in the tailgate and then you also had to pay for food? No, no, no. Everything's truck? free. So, okay. Well, Just I put that sure. in quotes. Free. So included with our ticket price, everything, open bar and music. And it was really fun. And then all oh, this food, got home swag, all these food trucks of the varsity was there and Chick-fil-A and um, barbecue and pizza. I mean, anything you want. Ugh, so oh they brought back, so, yeah, <laughs> so they bring back ribs and we like two plates of like, like small plates, but like probably about 10 ribs. So we're eating it. And this guy comes over and he's like, Hey, where'd you get those ribs? And we said, Oh, around the corner. We said, but eat some of ours. We got too many. He's like, I couldn't. We're like, of course you could. He's like, okay. So he starts eating our ribs and we're just chit chatting with them. Well, he slowly walks away and he's like, thanks for the rib. And all of a sudden it dawned on me who it is. As he's talking, I thought I knew who it was. And then Jennifer said, was that? I'm like, yes. So you may not know who this is, but it's a big buildup for someone who's not that famous, but it was Craig Melvin. Who is on the Today Show? Yeah, I have no idea who that is. We don't even. <laughs> I, if you had said Willard Scott, I would have gotten like super or excited. Al Roker or anybody. I else know that. Right? Yeah. Okay. You've like I feel like the Today Show 
the the news are they newscasters or the people who are sure. on the Today yeah. Show? Yes. Like you've met like all of them. It's well, like you're the Friends cast. I it's know. The same if thing. only they were the Friends cast because I got to interview Jane Polly and I got to interview Katie Couric and now I'm waiting on Savannah and Hoda. But so Craig did Melvin, you, did you talk? Wait, did you be like wait, Craig, come back here? Well, after we figured out it was him, because it's different seeing somebody in real life, right? They just they look different, and but his voice was totally identifiable. As soon as he spoke, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Craig. And I almost said to him as he's in the middle of his rib, oh my gosh, you're Craig from the Today Show. And I watch the Today Show still every morning. I have since I was probably 12 years old. So I'm a, I am a lifer. Anyway, as he walks away, then about 30 minutes later, Jennifer and Elizabeth and I decide, well, we're clearly going to have to go and reconnect with him. Like that was a missed opportunity. So we go over and we are how like- How big was this? Wait, how big was this party? Like how many was, people are there? It was like- thousand two thousand it was pretty big. so it's not easy to find him well it was easy for us because he only walked about 30 feet away and was on this okay. little i don't know balcony at this other place so we had an eye on him so we knew exactly where he was so we That's saw not creepy. over no, it's not creepy at all. <laughs> if he's listening to this he's like oh great they strategically play this so we me. did well we walked over and we said look we know who you are and we didn't want to be all geeking out before but and we started talking to him he was really so nice. we're geeking out now are so we we're making geeking you out now because oh now that you, you want another ribs. rib we got you a plate of ribs yeah so, and, uh, and then I had to add, you know, look, I love you on air. And um, I go, thank you. I had to add this too. Uh, I go, thanks for being a really good representative of what a male uh, on air should be. I said, I, I appreciate Ooh. that. Yes. And he looked at me just with that look, like, wow. I said, Dang, I, throwing I said, I shade up Matt Lauer. Well, and, you know, I also have interviewed Charlie Rose. So there's a lot yeah. of, there's a lot of, you know, really depressing and disappointing characters in that world so anyway not characters but men in particular anyway so I said that to him he he also responded with that surprise look like wow I said I don't say that lightly but thank you you're a great role model and it didn't end there so then we're back in our little corner and he came back again and said thanks for the ribs and we still had ribs left we're like well come eat some more so he came over and he just started talking to us and this is the best part of the story are you bored yet no, I'm interested. Okay. Keep going. So, of course, then I had to start interviewing him about his background because he hasn't been on the Today Show that long. In fact, he said probably about four years. And But he got his start. He grew up in South Carolina. He got his start at, I think, some you know smaller TV station in Columbia. And I said, you know, how do you make it to the Today Show? Like, do they literally just review tapes and rip you out of obscurity and throw you on there? He said... Basically, that's what happens. He said he got a call one day. So we have a chance. We're going to be like the new Hoda and Kathy Lee. We can drink white wine in the morning on air, Allison. That's going to be us. Very exciting. I think Kathy Lee retired. So I think they may be looking for new partners in that time slot. So just so we're saying. Anyway, yeah, so it is an opportunity to be ripped out of obscurity and placed into the spotlight. But he said, yeah, he was was doing – doing anchoring in Columbia, South Carolina. He grew up in South Carolina and he gets a call from some producer who says he's a producer with the Today Show, of course, or NBC in New York, but also had this funny name, which I can't remember. Like funny enough that he totally thought he was being punked. You know, he's like, dude, this is really not who you say you are. And the guy said, actually, that happens a lot. People don't believe me and they think it's a joke, but this is not a joke. And we want to fly you up to New York and we want you to to audition and come up here. So this was 2008. 
So oh, the story wow. gets even better. He gets on Wait, the, did he, Yeah. So he gets on the plane in 2008, flies up to New York. Guess who he's sitting next to on the plane? Evander Holyfield. <laughs> <laughs> no, but another South Carolina No, another South Carolina native, a, a comedian who you may have remembered was running for president also as a joke in 2008. Does this ring a bell? I, I don't know who who was running on for president as a joke. Stephen Colbert. Oh, that's right. Oh, God, that's a good. So he must have been geeking out. Oh, right. So speaking of geeking out. So now he's sitting next to Stephen Colbert on the plane. And Stephen Colbert is still in like full like mode, whatever this persona, you know, he took on this persona that he was running for president and was embracing it. So he's so Craig, I guess, looks at him like, oh, my gosh, it's Stephen Colbert, because, you know, for years he had been on the the Daily Show with Jon Stewart since like, I think, 97. Then he got his own show in 2004. But he always played sort of this personality that took a lot of elements from his own life, but was also clearly this other personality. But Craig said he was full on. He was he was full on in character. And he's like, yes, of course, you know me, Stephen Colbert, 2008, running for president. And so he's playing this up. But then they had a real conversation and he's telling him how he's going up. You know, it's getting you know, called up to the big leagues, basically, and how he can't believe it. And he doesn't feel like he's ready or even qualified. He can't believe it's happening. And Stephen Colbert said, look, um, you know, do what I do. He said, just do it and pretend that you know what you're doing, even if you don't. And look, even if you're terrible, just get better, right? Like, that's the only thing you can do. You can just do what you can do and do the best you can. And if you're bad, you'll be better tomorrow. And Craig Melvin's like, you're right. Okay. And so that gave him, that was like that boost of confidence that he needed. It's like serendipitous too. Unbelievable. And I was like, what are the chances that you're sitting by Stephen Colbert on the way to like your interview up in New York? Like he was a um, plant. (laughs) Exactly. It was meant to be. So I thought that was an awesome story. And if you don't watch the Today Show, start watching it and and look at my man, Craig. He is uh, he is nice on the eyes and also a sweetheart. He was a great guy. We, we ended up talking for like 15 minutes to our group and uh, he ate our ribs. He enjoyed them and we geeked out and he was fine with it because he too has been in our shoes. Well, I wish I could watch it, but we actually got rid of live TV, if you can believe it. You did? Yeah, we can only watch shows through their apps. That's the only way like Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. I think there's a way though. I think the Today Show must stream it live on their website. Oh, maybe there's, maybe I have like the CNN app and and it streams live. CNN streams live. I know all those, a lot of those shows stream live. So you should check it out. I will. I will. I'm going to see Craig and we're going to tag him in this and maybe he'll retweet it. You think he'll remember you? Possibly, possibly the dark haired woman with the ribs. Although we could invite him down south to come over. We'll take him out for more ribs. Yeah. And he's I mean, young. He's, already- he's only like 39. Like, he's a baby. He's younger than we are. Now, that's not much younger than me. So then I'm young, too. It's a lot younger than I am. Yes. Just a little, a little younger than you. <laughs> just a little younger than you. So anyway, it, for it, me, it, that was... Okay, the Patriots won, so that was also a highlight. But for me, that was the highlight, one of the highlights of the weekend. But it was. I will just go back to people, people, people. Don't be so judgy, you know. Try to enjoy life. Try to enjoy these sporting events. Don't waste your time on social media writing about how boring the Super Bowl is. You know what's boring? Reading 100 Facebook posts telling me how boring the Super Bowl is. That's boring. 
Well, I went to a Super Bowl party. I didn't see any of those people, but I did see a lot of chips and dip, and that was exciting to me. And I have to tell you, I don't think I watched one bit of people playing football. I couldn't hear any of the commercials, but I did watch Adam Levine take off his shirt, and um, and that's about all I saw. Then that's I all you point, needed. That's all you needed. That was just done. And um, my friend brought his mom, who who kept on asking, who is that? Can you tell me who that is? I'm like, that's Adam Levine. I've never felt like so into pop culture when I could tell a 75-year-old woman who Adam Levine was and I could name all of his songs. Maybe I should be embarrassed. I don't know. But I don't know. That's well, it. it. That that was my experience. It wasn't boring. It was delicious. There you go. And I think for the most part, people just use it as a social engagement. And that's fine, too. Except for the super fans. They were serious about their football, I will tell you. You must have seen like crate people dressed up in crazy outfits. There was the craziest costume you saw. So there were people all over the place. I mean, there were fans dressed up. There was one guy who looked like an actual patriot with the little was it the triangle? The triangle. Yeah, what is that called? I don't it's know. like the Haman hat. The, <laughs> the Haman. <laughs> people the triangular hat. If you're not Jewish, you're not going to know what that means. It's a character from a right, story. Right, like Paul, like a, what Paul Revere. Paul probably. Revere, yes. Right. Yeah. He looked like Paul Revere, but he was the patriot Con- of the patriots. Is it a continental soldier? Is it a continental soldier hat? Sure, sure. Okay. Um, so whatever he was wearing, but it wasn't, it almost looked like he was a character at Disney World who people would, you know, you would stand in line to take pictures with, but it was just a fan. And, but people were stopping him to take pictures with him. So there were a lot of people like that. There was one guy dressed head to toe. I think his whole body was painted. I think he was, he was a Rams fan and people were stopping him. There was a woman I saw with like uh, all Patriots gear and head to toe with like a bodysuit. And anyway, it's after a while, you kind of just get used to it, but I'm trying to think of how the woman in the bodysuit would go to the bathroom. That seems like hard to get that contraption must have been off. Hard. I'll tell you, the craziest costume I saw was Adam Levine. I don't know what he was thinking about the clothes he was wearing. I think that's why he had to get naked. Is it because he didn't like his outfit? He just He's like, like what this was shirt. I thinking? Yeah, right, this shirt pattern. does not go with my tattoos. I have got to take this off. Mm, I also California. think. I also sort of think, and I may be wrong here though. At, right when he took off his shirt, there's a part in the song where he says, "I'm naked." So maybe he was coordinating it with the lyrics. That's just maybe. I'm naked and I now have a dad bod. No, I'm just joking. He doesn't have a dad bod. Well, he's got a lot of tattoos. He that was tattoos. a lot of tattoos. Yes. That looked painful. I'm thinking of getting a tattoo. Did I tell you that? No. And I'm not joking. You are but not. There's, it's kind of semi permanent, meaning it'll they'll come off in a few years i'm thinking of doing microblading to my eyebrows oh that is a kind of tattoo it is people like that that's i know my eyebrows are disappearing they're the disappearing eyebrows people keep on talking about microblading maybe i'll tell you though when you first get the microblading done beware like don't don't have an appointment to like be on stage or on camera or something because it's very dark (gasps) <gasps> like you'll turn into like Charlie Chaplin almost. Oh uh, no. Doesn't, well, why would they do it? Does it fade? It How fades. Long? It fades quickly. I've had friends who've done it, but I, just a little forewarning, give it, give it some time to settle in. What does that dramatic. mean? But how long? How You can tell. Well, you can see my eyebrows. I've clearly not had the microblading because mine have already disappeared, basically. So I don't know from firsthand experience. I only know from secondhand talk, but that's just my words of advice. Well, that's good to know. I need to look up the uh, 
the, the bad parts of microblading. Cause, and then I'm going to tell mommy, I'm getting a face tattoo and see what she says. <laughs> You're in trouble. You can be She's going to be like, what? Uh, a face tattoo. No, mommy. It's just tattooed makeup. It's okay. What? She's going to be totally freaked out. And then she's going to want to get face tattoo. Well, my future face tattoo may be semi-permanent, but what is completely permanent is our love for you listeners. And we hope you love us as as much as we love you. Please don't forget to hit that subscribe button and review and rate us if you haven't already. As always, this has been Amanda and Allison with a whole lot of talk about a whole lot of nothing. We'll catch you next time. Sis and Ted.